Hey, it's Icaris, and I'm here to tell you about Hotcast for Podcasting. We are a podcasting studio located in Las Vegas, Nevada, in the Hot 702.5 FM studios. You can book online at hot7025fm.com. Just click on Hotcast. You can book and find your times right there. Thank you for booking with Hotcast for Podcasting. BizQuick Podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Quick. Welcome to BizQuick. This is the Vegas series. We have Josh Mejia. Correct. Got Mejia. it. Mejia. Mejia. You got yep. it. Nice yep. job. You got it. Nice uh, job. Of, Mark, could you say that name? No. I <laughs> no. <laughs> um, of the Sublimation House? Correct. I'm trying to read it off your yep, shirt. Yep. The Sublimation right, House. <laughs> um, yeah. And so uh, you do t-shirts, design work, uh, all so that So we stuff. manufacture apparel and accessories. So we're a little bit different than the norm where you, most people are decorators, where they'll buy blanks and screen print on them or DTG on. The majority of what we do is actually making the garments. So we make everything from scratch. We cut and sew the fabric and print the fabric, which is the dye sublimation part of the process. Okay, yeah. I read that on your site, and I was like, that can't be right. You're making yes. T-shirts. yes. Wow. So why did you opt to go that route? Because you wanted higher quality product or supply chain issues? Yeah. So it's a funny story how we started is um, we actually have a brand ourselves called Penelope Wildberry. Um, we've been around since 2008. My mother-in-law, Stacy, started the brand. Um, and it's evolved over the years. But what it's been for the last six years is children's clothing, um, pajamas primarily, um, robes, lounge pants, lounge shorts, etc. Um, and like most brands out there and most other businesses out there in in this space they had we had a huge issue with supplier reliability mm-hmm. quality c- quality control i mean just all kinds of nightmares that everybody that comes to sublimation house now we hear it and we understand it because we went through it ourselves and so um when i took over in 2018 we started developing our in-house manufacturing to avoid all the supply chain issues the quality control um, because of our brand we we care about our brand we want to make sure what we're putting out there is high quality stuff and we weren't getting that from the manufacturers and dealers we were working with. So we started bringing everything in-house. And as we brought everything in-house, we got all this equipment, and it was being underutilized. So we were like, well, shit, we're making our stuff. Why shouldn't we make other people's stuff? So that's where the Sublimation House was born, and we started developing that so that we now manufacture for other brands and businesses. And that's what puts us on edge is because we are a brand ourselves. We understand what their problems are, what they're going through, the issues that – have arised and do arise with dealing with third parties and so we're able to communicate on an effective level and take care of them and that's why every customer comes back it's crazy to think that you were um you know i don't i'm i don't want to use the word lucky right mm-hmm. at all no, i don't because no. entrepreneurs work really really oh, fucking yeah. hard but there was a little luck involved in the fact that you were so far in front of the you solved for a problem on uh, distribution and supply chain two years before it became a nightmare for almost 
any type of business that that relies on supply chain, right? So yeah. the fact there were so many people in 2020 who, and still to this day in 2020, can't get the supplies they need for because of issues. And so I know that when we reached out to you a couple of weeks ago and asked you about the possibility of doing some tank tops, mm-hmm. right, for, for one of our clients who you're already working with, um, Mike Hoyer from Caveman Weights, mm-hmm. and you're getting him some T-shirts, and you were like, yeah, well, we could make tank tops. And Correct. I was like... Like make them, make them, yeah, yeah. make them, right? So there wasn't a there wasn't an issue, right? It's like, yeah, we can do that if you need it. And and that's such a badass like solution. It really like, is. You know what? And that's the way. Like, I mean, that, a lot of things like in the entrepreneurial like world happen. It's just like, well, I'm solving for a problem. Exactly. If I can't get it, let me figure it yeah. out. And that's been my whole life. I've I've been an entrepreneur my entire life, literally since I was a kid. I was selling my lunches and for a dollar and keeping the money. <laughs> um, yeah, my mom was like, "Why are you so hungry every time you come home?" And she found a stack of ones in my backpack. She's like, "Where's all?" This? I'm like, "I'm selling my lunches." <laughs> and she's like, "That's why you're eating all this food the second you get home." I'm like, "Yeah, that's why." And 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 even into my adulthood, uh, the only reason I've had a couple W two jobs was to support the business mm-hmm. and then the second i got my legs back under me i was out of there and back full-fledged um thankfully i've been blessed enough with the hard ethic and work that i i make it work i make it work so that's every time a problem comes up i just figure it out yeah i know too that i love that with your brand you're committed to really really good customer service and good communication and i have found well Corey and i have found through you know since we founded SB Pace, sometimes working with creatives, and I'm just going to say it, it's a pain in the ass because y'all don't know how to keep a schedule and y'all like forget about dates. And it just, I swear, we're like, can we get somebody who delivers high quality and does it when they say they're going to do it? And it's really hard to to find that. But you, because I, I called on you because we, again, we had a client mm-hmm. who needed some shirts and stickers and he had not really gotten a response from the the last person he was working with ghosted him yeah so i was like listen josh i will connect you but if you (laughs) if you let me down on this customer like i will find you yeah like we i can't have two references to this customer go bad and you handled it like it was just taken care of right and you were like and you committed to me you told me i promise you i will not let you down and that's 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 what we do and that's what we do and it's funny that you touch on that because the beautiful thing about what we do is that we do exactly what we say we're going to do. And not that we're perfect because we make mistakes. And a perfect example is we made a mistake with Mike Mm -hmm. and I thought we sent him the proof for the sticker and we didn't and no problem. Okay. I'll remake them. That's not an issue. Like, so our word is our bond. And that's why when I commit to something and we commit to something, we make sure it happens one way or the other. And we don't overcommit because of that. So there's plenty of times we're not afraid to say no. We just had a guy hit us up for a thousand t-shirts he needed next day. And we're just so backed up. There's no way we could make it happen. And so I told him, no, he's like, man, I'm, I'll pay double. I'm like, it's not the money. I just, I won't make it happen. I'll take your money and then you'll be mad at me because I didn't deliver. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's, that's a problem that this not my industry faces but my industry faces it a lot more than the average industry but every industry faces is just that communication where it's like don't overbite 
what you can't handle. Mm -hmm. And if you do, just make sure you make it right. Just communicate that with the customer. And instead, what they do is they ghost. They'll just yeah. they stop answering. They won't reply. And it's like, dude, just tell me you can't do it. It's right. fine. I'll figure it out or I'll go another way, et cetera. It's not the end of the world. Thankfully, what I do is not life-threatening. We make clothes. Yeah. That's you know? what we sell all and the time. We're not curing cancer. Yeah. So it's like, look, just communicate that. Every, we all know things happen. And in this new world, all kinds of new things happen. So as long as you keep that line open... All of our customers have thankfully been happy with that. Well, and accountability is like extremely important to us. Mm -hmm. and, and and you said something, and it's it's like like the dumbest but the smartest thing is that like you should just do what you you say you're gonna do. Yeah. Like, and yeah. and it's crazy that so many people don't do that. I mean, yeah. you know, we drug. You know, Mark. We didn't drug Mark. He got <laughs> we did not drug Mark. He got drugged. We dragged him here, though, because uh, we said that we were going to have him on the podcast, and he's here. Hey, Mark. Hi. <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any questions for Josh? I don't right now. No. Mark is on the struggle bus, but he's going to get there. But yeah. I, I, I want to go back to something that you said, too, in that last um, comment, Josh, was that Somebody called you and wanted a thousand shirts next day, and you said no. They offered to pay double. You still said no. Do you know how many people would have said yes to that and oh, basically yeah. fucked every client, they, customer they had, and including the one that needed the thousand shirts? You wouldn't believe it. I actually have negative reviews from a few customers that are mad that I didn't take their money. <laughs> no, I'm I'm dead serious. I have a few of them that are mad at us because we didn't take their money. And I'm like, lady, you, you're tell I'm telling you, I can't do what you're asking me for. And then I tell you the truth, and you're still mad. Like, come on, guys. So that's why I'm like, pick your heart. It's literally, what I do it this way, they're still mad. I do it the other way, they're still mad. But at least I can sleep at night. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you know what? Being, it's so. I'm, I love that you said that. You know, pick your heart because. Being an entrepreneur, well, really life, just being a human, choose your yes, heart, right? Exactly. Because everything, it, there's, there's, a, everything is hard. It doesn't really matter. But knowing that you're doing the right thing by your customers and by your employees, that's what really matters, right? Because yeah. when you have people that depend on you, you got to do the right thing. Yeah, it's it's ethics for me more than anything. It's just I've made my share of mistakes in my life and in entrepreneurial life, both, um, to where I finally have. Thankfully, over the last six years now, I've learned my lessons, and ever since I started doing things the right way, all the way, things have gone the right way. Nice. So now, are you born and raised in Vegas? No, no. I was born in New York. Um, I actually have lived just about anywhere. Um, I went to three different middle schools in three different states. Um, that's how much I've, I've moved. But I was primarily raised in L.A., in San Pedro, California, um, and that's where... I kind of grew up not in the best places of, 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 of the world and whatnot, but certainly not the worst. And um, my entrepreneur career started in North Carolina. Um, and the reason that came about was is in California, which I call it a blessing. I know people think it's crazy, but I was in a really bad motorcycle accident. Um, I got hit by two cars. I've had 14 reconstructive surgeries. I spent four months in the ICU, nine months in a bed, six months in a wheelchair. Um, I shouldn't have been here actually multiple times, but that was the most recent one was my motorcycle accident. And um, I had to go move in with my parents and I had to relearn everything from walking, using the bathroom. I couldn't shower for over a year because we just couldn't get me into the tub. I couldn't. There was no way. I, I'm missing half of this backside of my leg here. Um, and so 
that was kind of God's wake-up call in my eyes is the way I view it. Like, look, you're going down the bad path. I have bigger plans for you. You're destined for more. So listen to me. And so I kind of started listening. And um, I've been a mechanic by trade is what my, my trade is. I've been a mechanic since I was 14 years old. I love working on cars. I love cars, motorcycles, cars, anything that has an engine, really, because I actually worked on the railroad. And that's how I started my first business is um, I worked for a year and a half straight. 20 hours a day, um, overnight on the railroad, and during a day at a shop, saved up 60000 cash um, to buy into the first shop that I got. And um, I had a, I rented one space out of another shop. Um, and in nine months, I went from that one space to six bays and four technicians um, working under me. And just like I said, just doing that hard work. And that was the start of my official entrepreneur career. And since then, um, I had a, a, a medical manufacturing company where we did orthopedic braces. I had a vape company, distribution company, um, a marketing agency, which I kind of co-opted with Sublimation House and kind of merged it. And now we do all the print and promotional items just straight through Sublimation House. Um, and that's kind of my entrepreneur career in a in a in a short brief minute <laughs> dang yeah and I, I mean it's a great story because i mean that's what separates us from you know most people is that like you, you get in an accident like that and most people just like feel sorry for themselves oh i haven't showered in a year i'm sure you probably oh yeah i was <laughs> I, I, had, I definitely went through a, a dark age during yeah. that time yeah. for sure um it took me because i i actually live with pain um i've since my accident, I'm in pain 24-7. So mm. I actually smoke a shit ton of pot because of that. Um, Mark, that's what it's like your me. hips, right? It's like your bad yeah. hips. Yeah. I do yeah. have bad hips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so I did go through that dark era, you know, and it was hard. But I've always been the uh, the positive guy for my, for, for my head. I always look at the good, even in the bad. I try to just figure it out. It's, 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 it's like kind of what I do. It's just look. I don't want to be here forever. I don't want to be in this situation forever. I just have to figure it out. And so it's just a matter of, it's not easy by no means, but for myself, I just push myself to just snap out of it and keep going. Yeah. You just got to push forward and, you know, figure out ways to keep moving even in spite of, like, really, that's just for entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. Whatever the hardships or struggles are, you just have to keep moving forward and you just can't out. stop. Yeah. That's the issue. You can't. It's quicksand. You stop, you're you're done. I spent a lot of time as a kid worrying about quicksand. You, that's not a thing you really need to worry about. It's not, but I did. Didn't you? <laughs> you did job? Yeah, with all the Indiana Jones and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Heck yeah. I no. thought I thought quicksand was going to be a real problem in my life. A hundred percent. I am. I'm with that a hundred percent. I thought too. I've never experienced it yet. No. No. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what I would do if I did probably die no 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 you gotta keep moving yeah, yeah. i also <laughs> spent a lot of time worrying about the bermuda triangle Oof. that was a thing in the 90s yeah that yeah was a thing. i mean what manifest that new movie that just, that new show that's out now it might be a new thing oh you, i didn't i didn't know there's, heard sh- there's this is, yeah you haven't heard of the manifest show it's on netflix it's like this whole new thing where um the airplane disappeared for five years but they only thought they were in flight for two hours Ooh, that's yeah. some time travel stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to get pen and paper for that one. Um, uh, but it sounds – so you're definitely a hustler. Yes. You, what's what's next on the horizon for you? Um, it's not next. It's what I'm currently doing. Um, I, this, uh, I, my goal is to become the largest American manufacturer of accessories and apparel. Um, 
that's that's so where I'm in and my space I'm in. I'm, that's this is where I am for the long haul. Um, I do have other ventures that I definitely want to tap into as once I solidify where I'm at now, because like I said, I am from the car world and my team that we have now, we're all believe it or not from the car world it's funny my little brother he's my videographer he does all my videos anything video you see on our social media on our youtube um is my brother my boy crook he's our photographer and marketing director um and then we got my best friend dc um which is a huge huge proponent of everything that we do and how we're able to just work all together and me i'm a mechanic my brother was a parts manager crook is a sales guy slash photographer slash flipper and dc was a finance manager at a big chevy dealer for 20 years <laughs> and so we're all car guys so eventually we're gonna get back into the car world but for right now our goal is bringing apparel manufacturing to the states, make it affordable, um, and allow brands to grow with knowing they have a solid partner behind them. I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Maybe not call your buddy Crook. <laughs> That's his last name. Oh, it is? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's his last name. I was yep. like, I don't know if I want to go into business with a guy named That's Crook. why we love it. Yep. That's his last name. And we get the and same thing. he was the thing. finance guy? He's, he's our marketing guy. Oh. Yeah. He's our marketing guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's why we love uh. it. Yeah, no, his last name is Crook. His name is Jimmy Crook. Nice, Scott. That's a good name. That's a great name. Well, let's just call him Jimmy then. Yeah. <laughs> but so, we, we call him Crook. <laughs> so being on the manufacturing side, do you are you experiencing any type of supply chain issues now getting um, the material not, goods? Not, not really because we, we pretty much get raw goods, Okay, um, which is a lot easier to come by. Um, but because of the fact that you can't really do much with it unless you have all the machines to put the raw goods together. Yeah. Um, and so we don't we haven't have any issues with supply chain at this moment. Um, I don't foresee us having any issues in the near future um, just because we've been pretty good about stockpiling and ordering in time and whatnot. Um, there is delays that have happened, but we already accounted for those delays and we've already learned how to adapt with those delays. And so I don't see that becoming an issue for us anytime soon. Okay, that's good. And do you do... Um so you do clothing clearly do you do like hats or anything like Access that as well? so we don't we do embroidered hats but we do accessories like we do comforters we do pillows we do mats we do towels we do sleeper sacks we do hoodie blankets um, we do a lot of accessories and then of course all the apparel we do bags we do vacay toads duffel bags cosmetic bags men's toiletry bags drawstring bags sure. yeah just about anything in the apparel accessory world we're, we're tapped into or we're developing it as we speak i have a question What's a sleeper sack? <laughs> so a sleeper sack is actually something my mother-in-law invented because um, our brand, we do a lot of sleepaway camp business. And so a sleeper sack is a piece of our proprietary micro fleece that is sewn on three sides. And it's kind of like you step into it and then you just wrap yourself in it. Hmm. Ah, so it's like a sleeping a sleeping bag. Correct. Kind, kind of. of. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. 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 Huh. yeah. Huh. That's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So to make all of these different types of things, do you, I mean, like, is there different machines or can you do everything pretty much with just? Yeah, no. Well, there's different machines for every process of every garment. We'll stick it to a basics, like a t-shirt. Um, so to, to, to sew our t-shirt, we use four machines. Um, and the reason why we use four machines, whereas most other people in the U.S. only use three machines is because we do what every big manufacturer does is we add the neck tape 
behind the t-shirt, which is something that not a lot of people here do because it is a specialized machine that only puts that tape on and it's ridiculously expensive just to do that one part of the garment and it doesn't do anything else besides that, um, which sucks. But again, it's part of that quality that we offer because like I said, we're all about quality. We're not about quantity. We're about quality more than anything. And so there'll be the first step is overlock, which it'll sew the sides of the shirts and the, the seams it uses um uh, a lot of people use call it the um the serger machine some people know it by the serger machine its official name is the overlock and that's what constructs the size of the t-shirts and the stitches that you see on the top and the sleeves um and then you have cover stitch cover stitch which is the one that is on the edge of the sleeves and the bottom of the shirt and this is what finishes the shirt to make it look nice and then we use the single needle for the collar to uh, um, seat it down so that it's not flappy i had no idea that there was that much that went into t-shirts i yeah. didn't either yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's a whole process yeah yeah so i guess the, the cheap t-shirts you get like the droopy necks in and whatnot that's a combination of the construction and the fabric so it's it's it is a combination of both Interesting. Um, we have to wrap this up, though. No. Yeah. So yeah. can you tell all of our listeners how they can uh, re uh, reach out? Yeah, most touch, definitely. Most definitely. Um, our best place to find us and reach out to us is on Instagram, at The Sublimation House. Um, you could also visit us on our website, www.thesublimationhouse.com. Um, and we're also on YouTube. We weekly drop videos on what we do on YouTube as well, too. Great. Well, thanks, Josh, for joining us. It was really nice to get to do this one in person. Yes. We appreciate having you here. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And thank you to Hot 107... 702.5. 702.5? Yeah. Hot 702.5. I wasn't even close. No. <laughs> I was off by like 600. <laughs> wow. Yeah, thanks to Hot 702.5 for letting us use their podcast studios to record this podcast today. And if you, everything about Josh will be in the show notes and about 702.5. And if you are interested in working with us, well, you can do that by hopping over to our website. Everything you need to know about us is on our website, uh, sbpace.com. We've got our social media out there, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and a YouTube channel. Soon to be on TikTok, maybe. I don't even know. Yep, yep. We do have a TikTok channel. We need to get that added to our website. That's a good point, Corey. Uh, um, also, you should... Um, Download, rate, review, subscribe to our podcast. Do all the things. Pat tells you up front. Subscribe. Do it. Do yeah. it. And um, like us. Oh, and give a review. I feel like I already said yes, that. I'm just repeating myself Yeah, that's now. fine. I'll just go on to the next point. Yeah, just do it. All right. So make sure to buy our book, Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. Uh, it's number one uh, Amazon bestseller. There is a digital workbook download. And if you've already purchased it, make sure to rate it and review it. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. I've been Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and this was BizQuick, where we're tearing down the town in Vegas. <laughs>